Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today we have a little Patriots Bucks recap. Game just got over with here. And it wasn't quite the offensive shootout we had hoped for or thought there would be. I mean, Patriots defense actually stepped it up a little bit. So it wasn't, I mean, eh, a little bit of a disappointment, Jeff, today. Yeah, you know, I feel like these Thursday games haven't been that great. But, you know, there wasn't anything new about it. I think the only thing that I learned new was Doug Martin, I think, actually looks pretty good. So he kind of uh, solidified what I thought he'd be coming back. Um, Other than that, I think it just kind of um, went along with the narrative. I mean, I I wish I think Tom Brady, you know, if he would have had one more touchdown, it would have been business as usual for the guy, 300 yards. Only one touchdown, though. Um, And then the other thing that I found interesting was Chris Hogan, once again, plugging away, getting another touchdown and looking really good. Yeah, another touchdown. He just does it every week. I mean, it's like we talked about the other day. If it continues, like it's just going to be a thing where you know it's going to happen. Like you now at the point we have to rank him. We are ranking him up higher, but you have to rank him thinking he is going to get the touchdown because when he doesn't, that's the. That's the the game that's off is when he doesn't get the touchdown now. I mean, this is what he does. It's just yeah, crazy. Without doubt. And, I mean, he did it with – he gets the touchdowns with Amendola still getting eight for 77. Cook's got five for 85. He did what he you know he usually does. Without Gronk, they didn't throw to the tight end at all. Dwayne Allen got nothing. I know there's some people that probably put Dwayne Allen in their lineups today after hearing Gronk was out, but that was not the right move it looks like. And then – yeah, often, I mean, the rushing game, it's Gillisley. He does what, that's what he's going to do. 12 for 52. He just didn't yeah, get the touchdown. Yeah, you know? exactly. I mean, he, you know, he had a healthy yard per carry. I mean, he looked fine. Um, yeah, like you said, just didn't get the touchdown. And, uh, you know, I think with the Patriots offense, I never thought I would say this, but, uh, you know, I think, I think obviously Tom Brady will always perform. It looks like Hogan might be that way too. But the rest of the guys are going to be very dependent on whether or not they score a lot in that game. And in this one, it was lower scoring. Their defense picked it up a little bit, which is good to see, but I don't, I don't know how much of that is Tampa Bay. Um, but, you know, the, the rest of the guys, you know, they did fine. But at the same time, Gillisley is going to be that guy that's always, uh, you know, just tied to touchdown production. So when you only get, you know <laughs> – really one uh, that's going to be hard to come by yeah and actually i like the way Dion lewis looked today he actually looked pretty good in a couple runs ended up with one more yard than gillisley on five less carries and got two catches but all that's going to mean is they're going to use him they're going to use white they're going to use gillisley he's never going to be gillisley's still the only i mean white's more valuable because he catches balls gillisley's valuable because he can get a touchdown lewis looked good i like the way he played but he's just not gonna Unless he somehow got that from White, it's not going to happen. And then, I don't know, Tampa. Like I said, Doug Martin looked pretty solid, but Mike Evans didn't get any catches, really. Five for 49. That's not that's that's the low end of what he's going to do. So I guess that's the low end of what he of what he's going to do. It's okay. Brake got the touchdown. Looked pretty good. O.J. Howard, he's <laughs> not a factor right now. No, he, he's definitely going to be up and down. Brake, I think, is the guy to have. But at the same time, that last, if you were watching the game, that last pass that, you know, that he tried to force in there because they had to throw into the end zone. 
you know, was headed towards O.J. Howard. He wasn't looking for the ball or anything. But at the same time, I, I could see there's definitely going to be games where he's going to be worthwhile. But you're just completely throwing darts blind at a dartboard, hoping to figure out which one that is. So if you don't have to play him, I, I definitely wouldn't. He would be a, you know, a Hail Mary more of, more of guy if you were going to play him on bye weeks or something. Yeah, and Jameis, he looks so good at times. And then other times he just he misses throws. He misses the re- wide-open receivers. It's strange to me because some of the throws he does make are great sometimes, but only 26 for 46 today for three, but he got 334 yards at touchdown. He, if you started him, he, which if you had him, you pretty much started him. He was still decent enough, but he wasn't, he didn't live up to our number three ranking this week. I would say. No, definitely not. I mean, you, you look at it. I mean, he easily completes a few of those that were open that he missed through. Um, I mean, he would have, you know, I mean, he could have easily had 400 yards with two TDs and then we'd be, you know, singing a very different story. But, you know, that's not what happened. And he still had fine yardage, but, you know, only the one TD in it. It kind of went with the game. Uh, same thing as what happened to Brady. Both of these guys had 40 uh, plus throws. And, uh, you know, Brady was 30 for 40. Winston was 26 for 46. So, man, they were chucking a ton, but they just weren't, you know, really getting it done. Yep. And then uh, Jacquez Rogers is pretty much droppable at this point, I would say, unless you want to have the Martin handcuff, which I don't really think you need. But he only had three carries for two yards in the first game. Martin's back. I don't think he's going to be a factor at all going forward. So if you have him, I feel, feel, feel free to drop him. I think that's about it. There's really not much else, Jeff, for this game. It's kind of a short one tonight. Yeah, uh, you know what? It's one that, once again, it was just a straightforward game. You know, the guys that you thought were going to do well did all right. And uh, once again, it's more about solidifying what we really thought uh, about these players. I mean, the, I guess the only other thing we have to say is, you know, you feel for Tampa Bay because folk went out there and had a, a very bad game for a kicker. So you're wondering if that's going to, you know, carry, carry on. Because the game before that he missed, uh, was it two, I think? So I don't know if he's going through a slump or what, but, uh, you know, that's definitely going to be something to keep an eye on as well because I know he, for a kicker, he was kind of a high waiver pickup, assuming he was going to get the opportunity, which he did, but he didn't capitalize on him. Yeah, and actually, who knows if he'll even be on the team at this rate next week. I mean, that's a lot of missed field goals. But I think that's going to do it for the recap. We'll be back Sunday night. We'll recap all the Week 5 action Hopefully there'll be some good stories that come out of that. Maybe some new players emerge. Some of these waiver pickups we had this week maybe step up a little bit. Hopefully Wayne Gallman will be one of them. But we will talk to you guys then.